Hey there, WrestleHeads, it's Bauer from The Bauer Show and Mount Rockmore, and famously for making Jeff Peck do porn play-by-play. And we have a new home called RealGuyRadio.com. That's where you'll find your favorite pods, like an all-new season of Mount Rockmore. The brand-new Purity Ring Baseball podcast, pissing off baseball purists one episode at a time. And it's home for this Showtime! Still Real to Us podcast. So do your homework. Like our pods. Subscribe to our feed. Real.guy.pods. That sounds really weird when I read it, but it looks way cooler. You can find it on iTunes. And be sure to share us with your friends. We're podcucks that way. So visit realguyradio.com to check out new pods, get on our mailing list, find out how you can keep the lights on around here, and get yourself access to classic pods that aren't on the interwebs anymore. Now, get that spandex on and grab the baby oil, because it's time. Oh, yeah! It's Everybody, welcome to this week's edition of the Still Real Tush Show, episode number 633 for March 31st, 2022. This is your WrestleMania 38 weekend preview and predictions edition of SRTU. I'm one half of the show. I am Jeff Peck, joined every single week by my co host, the one only Dr. Trey Franklin. Dr. Trey, Happy WrestleMania weekend to you, my friend. Happy WrestleMania to you as well. This is uh, we talk about our favorite shows. This is always one of my favorite shows of the year, uh, mainly because this is also the show that I think caused the we don't talk about John Cena turning heel ever again. What's on a WrestleMania preview show? So, uh, but this is always my favorite show. One of my favorite shows of the year. So, uh, really looking forward to it, and uh, really looking forward to WrestleMania. Which, I, Jeff. I may not be able to watch any of WrestleMania this weekend because you got WrestleCon going on, right? Well, we have we have a show Saturday, and then you know my best friend, our photographer Lauren, his son's birthday is on Sunday, so we're going to be traveling up to Tennessee for his birthday, which is in the afternoon. So by the time I get back, I I, I might be able to catch the last you know seventy five hours of wrestling. No, I'm not <laughs> I might be able to catch the last like hour or two, but. I will probably miss the first six hours of WrestleMania over Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, there's definitely plenty of uh, of time for that. I guess you should take off work on Monday and Tuesday so you get completely caught up uh, by the time you get through it. It does kick off Friday night. We're releasing the show early this week. Um, typically, we record on Thursday night, and it's out there by Friday morning, but we're doing the opposite here. Wednesday night, ready for you for recording on Thursday. Uh, we have been covering WrestleMania on the show since WrestleMania 26. That was the first WrestleMania we covered here on SRTU. The first one, Dr. Trey, and you became the full-time co-host uh, heading into WrestleMania 28 in Miami, Florida. Um, so this is my 10th tenth, tenth one. This is your 10th one, yeah. And we, I've been covering WrestleMania in a podcast form since 25, going back to the old wheelhouse days back in 2009. So um, this one feels like it's the most normal one that we've had in a couple of years. WrestleMania 36 was like an anomaly. We just lived in a, in a bubble. Um, and WrestleMania 37 in Tampa was, was basically coming out of that bubble. And it was like our first taste of real normal. This to me has the makings of everything that is WrestleMania weekend. It's very compact. Dr. Trey starting Friday night with SmackDown 
Um, and then until, oh, God, uh, Wednesday morning from a WWE standpoint, <laughs> like, it is nonstop programming because SmackDown, Hall of Fame ceremony, Friday. Saturday, NXT stand to deliver in the afternoon, WrestleMania night one in the evening. Sunday, WrestleMania night two in the evening. Monday, Raw after WrestleMania. Tuesday, uh, NXT after stand and deliver. Wednesday morning, breathe, watch Dynamite on Wednesday night. Uh, wash, rinse, repeat. It, it, it's a lot of wrestling, but I think given where we were two years ago, Dr. Trey, I would take this over anything we experienced two years ago during the pandemic. Yeah, just quick reference. WrestleMania 25, wasn't I with you for that one? You were actually doing uh like Which updates one? you were doing updates of what was going on from wrestlemania 30 25 in the Which? chat room of the yeah. wheelhouse which one was the one where i was in the studio with you and bauer and we were drinking pbr that was leading up to 25 and we did okay. wrestling trivia yeah so we, okay so we did the lead up to 25 together in downtown new york city yep and then okay and then 25 itself you were on the when we when you launched oh god i remember those days when we had the uh live chat with the british chick yes blog talk radio from blog talk radio okay so but yeah like um this is maybe the first time i felt normal about wrestling since the pre-pandemic era because this kind of feels like a wrestlemania weekend now officially with the hall of fame ceremony being broadcast and with smackdown leading into it the two days i mean this is I mean, if you're a wrestling fan, this is your smorgasbord. This is uh, you walking into a buffet line with a free pass, you know, for all you can eat. I mean, if you're not stuffed from wrestling, come, you know, this time next week, uh, are you even a wrestling fan? I mean, between the Hall of Fame ceremony, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, the Intercontinental match on SmackDown, then two nights of WrestleMania, the Raw after WrestleMania, NXT, and then into AEW Dynamite. I mean, you're going to get a bellies full of wrestling over the next seven days. Yeah, it, it's a uh, it's a lot. It certainly is, and we'll recover from a lot of this uh, by next week's show. So, actually, next week's show will probably be still here on fire, recapping and reviewing everything from WrestleMania weekend. Uh, two weeks from now, we'll be back to kind of a normal mode. But um, we'll get into the preview predictions of this soon. Uh, Dr. Trey, but we actually have like a huge story that we will discuss, at least on the top of it here, because this is one that we we will have to cover in an entire show. When, when Dr. Trey and I are like taking a little bit of a break coming out of WrestleMania week, uh, weekend, we will definitely have to do a show strictly on this. And that was the news that was made late last week. Triple H on Stephen A. Smith on ESPN Plus. He has a show called Stephen A.'s World. He uh, formally announced that uh, his in-ring career was over following his uh, cardiac uh, incident from back in August of last year. He detailed that he wears a defibrillator now. It was something that has gone through his family as far back as uh, his great-grandfather. So he can no longer be an in-ring performer. After 27 years, Dr. Trey, we will not see Triple H in the ring again. Uh, I mean, like I said, this is a show in itself. So we're going to have to give our very quick thoughts on the entire thing. Uh, before we start getting knee-deep into WrestleMania. But, I mean, on the onset, um, Triple H is is one of the greatest of all time, one of the greatest minds of all time. Love him or hate him, Triple H is, is, is a legend. And uh, I'm sad to hear this. I'm not surprised to hear this, but I'm saddened nonetheless, Dr. Trey, as the game hangs up the boots uh, permanently uh, from an in-ring standpoint. Yeah, I, I also am, am saddened by this. As by the way, as I watched Daniel Bryan throw a gotcha pile driver onto Wheeler Yuta. But yes, uh, I mean Triple H, probably top fifteen, top tw- definitely top twenty in ring performers of all time in, in professional wrestling. And if you get into the the mind of Triple H, he's easily probably he's easily top ten. Uh, the way he's revolutionized NXT, uh, his transformation over the years from terrorizing into you know the game and then becoming triple h like the, the guy's just tremendous um you know and, and heavily criticized for the power he got from marrying vince's daughter but then the respect he has earned over the last decade uh from his work behind the scenes uh, it's sad in the sense of He's not getting really the chance to pick his time to leave. I mean, obviously, you and I sit here now and, and we're like, you know, his in-ring career was 
basically has basically been over for a while. But when it's a medical condition that forces you to completely retire, it's it's just always sucks. I mean, we've we've gone through it with several guys over the history of the show that have had to leave for medical conditions. Unfortunately, this is one that you probably can't come back from. Uh, so it sucks in that standpoint. But I'm just glad he's around. He's still got a lot of information, a lot of teaching and, and everything else. His mind is brilliant. And I hope he gets a chance to showcase it again, either in WWE or if his you know, various contacts throughout the industry of wrestling and, you know, finance ever lead him to starting his own company down the road, depending on what the future of WWE is. Yeah. He mentioned in the interview that there were actually plans for him to wrestle WrestleMania 38. They were actually beginning those discussions. So this wasn't something that, uh, you know, was, was happening back then. It happened abruptly defibrillator in his chest, major cardiac event. He looked great. Um, which was great to see. I was wondering if he was going to look like he had lost any weight at all, and, and he did it. He still looks as as jacked as ever, and, and thankfully he is still here with us today because you, you go back. I highly encourage anybody who hasn't seen it yet. It's about a 15-minute interview. Uh, it's up on, I believe, ESPN's YouTube page now, just or just type in like Triple H, Stephen A. Smith interview on YouTube, and uh, you could watch it and just see how, how insanely close he was to no longer being with us, which obviously is devastated for a gentleman who is uh, not only, you know, a beloved amongst wrestling fans, but more importantly, when he points out to it, he's a father, 15, 13, 11-year-old girls, and uh, he got choked up during it. I highly recommend the watch. Major props to Triple H. I'm, I'm sure we'll be getting to his impact on the world of professional wrestling here uh, in the coming weeks, as Dr. Trey and I probably will take uh, a little bit of time off here coming out of WrestleMania season. Uh, with that said, let's shift gears, Dr. Trey, to Friday night, after SmackDown, the WWE Hall of Fame. Let's preview it, get some thoughts here. The 2022 inductees include Chad Gaspar, the Warrior Award, uh, the recently announced the Steiner Brothers, Rick and Scott Steiner, Queen Charmel, Vader, and, of course, the Phenom himself, The Undertaker. Dr. Trey, let's start with you. Your thoughts here on the uh, inductee list as we sit here recording today's show on Wednesday night for the uh, Thursday download. I mean, Chad Gaspar going in for the you know, in the, for the Warrior Award is well-deserved. Uh you know, un- untimely accident, you know, saving his son's life. But not just that. Shad Gaspar was one of the greatest people to ever work and be around. Uh, just a wonderful human being. Gave so much back to uh, his community back home on top of everything else he did. I mean, I, we actually, a lot of us had, you know, on, on different forums and groups and stuff, and it, you know, had kind of pushed for him to go in last year for this award. But... Uh, I'm kind of glad it's on this stage and, and, you know, I mean, last year Tampa was kind of awkward and weird kind of situation. This really feels more like a WrestleMania. So I'm glad he's getting his due for that. Um, you know, we talked about last week's show, Queen Charmel. It's there's to me, there's still a lot of women out there who maybe deserve the spot more than her. So it kind of does feel like a favorite of Booker T, uh, Steiner Brothers, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, it does kind of feel like, hey, we're doing it because of Braun Breaker, but the fact that we're going to give Scott Steiner a live microphone, Jeff, that that part's got me excited. Uh, if we get some Steiner math uh, going into the Hall of Fame, will be great. Uh, you know, Vader's long overdue, well-deserved, and then what can you say about The Undertaker? Um, it, it just made, you know, we talk about how great Triple H was. Taker's, you know, maybe a, a step above where Triple H is. So uh, pretty solid class overall. Like I said, the only one I, I, I'm kind of eh about is Queen Charmel. But um, did I and, – and you 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 pay attention more. Like our schedules are a little bit different. Did I see that Nikki Bella said she was looking forward to Vader's speech? She did, yeah. And I think they actually okay. pulled the YouTube video. Clearly she doesn't, unfortunately, know that Vader's no longer with us. I don't. I, I'm just trying to think if at any point they ever crossed paths. No. So where, uh, where she would be like, "Oh my God, I am so looking forward to James Earl um, Jones coming to WrestleMania." I think the last time he was on Raw was maybe, maybe five to ten years ago when Heath Slater was doing that stuff. Didn't he come out for that? Wasn't he on like the Raw 1000th episode? I'm trying to remember. Remember when uh, Heath Slater was like calling out legends? Yeah, yeah, because it was, it was, yeah, we did that one, and the Ascension had their thing too, similar around the same time. But yeah, he Vader, Vader, Vader was on that, Raw on June the eleventh, two thousand twelve. So wrestling Heath yeah. Slater. 
10 years ago. So, yeah, I mean, was, were the Bellas still doing the hosting? Was, was uh, I think they were back by then. I think they were doing their thing then. But, I mean, they're well, not yeah. – clearly, I mean, they're not wrestling historians. So I just – I just I, you know, after seeing Brian Nielsen in the ring a little bit ago, I just see Brian Nielsen looking at his wife after that clip comes out and goes, what is wrong with your sister? Like, or what about like Johnny Laronitis saying the same thing? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, at this point, I mean, I, I think once you get that Bella magic over you, like all bets are off. Like you forget who's here around and who's not. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's going to be great to see. Uh, I'm assuming Vader's son is going to be the one accepting the award. And he, he's a really good kid as well. Like I've seen him around the independence when he was coming up through the rest of the business. Then he's kind of gone his own way but um you know vader was one of those guys when i was a kid like i was legitimately scared of like the first time i ever saw a vader clip coming from japan with you know the the big mask and the steam coming out of it everything like that like that was a guy i was legitimately scared of and i've known people he actually is the one that forced did i ever tell you about my fa- my ex-father-in-law was a semi pro wrestler no no so um Steve Carino, so I'm, I know I'm sidebarring here. Steve Carino's dad um, used to run some independent shows in the Carolinas. And he would contract my ex-father-in-law to come in and play a version of Doink the Clown. My ex-father-in-law was, is like five foot two, and he would come out in full Doink makeup with a little plastic baseball bat and just piss people off and stuff like that. They had Vader do a spot and that he Vader bombed my father, my ex-father-in-law and, and broke two of his ribs. <laughs> and uh, my ex-father-in-law would tell me, he was like, he was super nice afterwards. He was apologetic. And, you know, he was, a, he, he was a nice guy. He goes, and everybody had told me what an a-hole he was. But after he heard me, he was really, really nice. So wow. <laughs> I always heard that about Vader was like, you know, if, you're, if, if you catch Vader on one day, he's going to be a super nice guy. You catch him on another day, total jerk but i also heard that as he got older he became much more of a nice guy willing to share his knowledge and information and you know spread the joy around spread the uh the 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 teaching to the younger generations yeah very deserving of obviously being in the hall of fame i mean uh vader's career from japan to wcw and his brief time in wwe or a couple years time in wwe i should say uh was all very impactful i mean he was like the first guy that um, when I was when I saw Ho- when Hogan went over to WCW, uh, I followed and was starting to watch that product. I introduced Ric Flair and Vader and, and him feuding with with Hogan, and he looked like somebody that could really battle Hulk Hogan and, and defeat Hulk Hogan and be uh, the world champion. So that was how I was introduced to Vader, and then obviously seeing him over in, in WWE for a period of time as well. That match with Shawn Michaels at an In Your House uh, oh, is phenomenal match. Go out of your way and check that out. I believe um, it was, was that the, mine. Was- it wasn't Mind Games. It was no, the- that was against Mankind, I believe. Yeah, Mind Games was Mankind, but it was the In Your House before, right before that one. Was it, was it Beware of Dog? Uh, it it might have been a... Look that up there, Dr. Trey, while, while I go through the list, but I think that may have been a be- Beware of Dog, I think, for some reason. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like that because if I'm not mistaken, because like, I know Vader was on the Mind Games show. Um, I'm looking it up on my end as well. I'm sure somebody's okay. listening. It was SummerSlam. It was SummerSlam, yeah, because uh, Vader wrestled. I want to say was it Gold Dust at Mind Games? Maybe, maybe. Because Sean, Sean and Mick. Yeah, if were, we get into a, a hole of a rabbit hole on Mind Games, we'll never get out of it for WrestleMania. Yeah, one of the one of the <laughs> uh, greatest. Uh, it's a great in your house. Yeah, that match with Shawn Michaels and Mankind was good, but that SummerSlam match with Vader and Shawn Michaels was was very very good. Go out of your way and check that out. Um, To Doctor Trey's point, Chad Gaspard getting the Warrior Award. I mean, I'm so excited to see this. Um, Steiner Brothers looking forward to Scott Steiner with an open mic, as Doctor Trey said. Um, Queen Charmel, prophecy of her career. I think we've talked about her and you know the surprise on the Hall of Fame induction, and then lastly, The Undertaker. I'm really looking forward to this because I've always wondered how this Hall of Fame speech will go. Obviously, he's going to be out of character. What will Vince will say? Um, and can we get The Undertaker to cry? That's what I want to know as we look back. I mean, finally, he gets an opportunity to get praised by the fans. He did not get that when um, 
when when the pandemic was going on, then he retired from SummerSlam back in 2020. Tell that. I mean, they did that in the Thunderdome. Um, so I'm happy that we're going to get that opportunity for Taker to get some love from the fan base. Um, moving over to Saturday, NXT stand to deliver preview predictions here, Dr. Trey. Let's start with a pre-show match for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. Toxic Attraction, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane uh, will be defending against the recently, and I mean like Tuesday night, reunited <laughs> Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Uh, Dr. Trey, who do you like in this one? I'm thinking Toxic Attraction because I can't trust Dakota Kai. So, uh, to me, there's there, there's this element of, God, I would love to see Dakota Kai turn on Raquel again. Because I, I, I kind of feel ever since Raquel lost the title, she's kind of stagnated. So, she needs a feud or she needs to get moved up to the main roster. Uh, so, I'm going to take Toxic Attraction to retain their titles. Uh, I'm actually going with Raquel and Dakota. I don't think you reunite them to have another stab in the back and for them to lose. But... It is WWE, and we've seen crazy things happen. So I'm going to go with Raquel and Dakota Kai to become the first ever two-time NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Uh, next match here, LA Knight taking on Gunther, or Gunther, depending on how it's pronounced. I'm going to go with Gunther, and sadly enough, the name is uh, kind of kind of okay with me at this point. So I'm going to go with Gunther, Dr. Trey. Uh, I'm going to take uh, Gunther as well, because I love Central Perk, and I love Friends, so I always pick Gunther. <laughs> um Oh, uh, the reasoning. The the, the yeah. purists are going to be loving that reasoning. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I think this I was listening like, to this podcast, and he chose Gunther because it was someone on Central Perk. Well, and plus Gunther from Central Perk is pa- from Friends. Yeah, passed R. away R. like you know a few months ago. So, R. Um, R. but I, it's also because you know when we get around WrestleMania season, we also do seem to get a batch of call ups right after WrestleMania. I think LA Knight's on his way up. Well, I think Gunther is primed to challenge Braun Breaker for the NXT title here in the next few months, so I will take Gunther uh, to get the win over LA Knight. Uh, next match here. This is going to be a good one, Dr. Trey. Fatal five-way ladder match for the NXT North American Championship. Carmelo Hayes defends against Santos Escobar, Solo Sequoia, Grayson Waller, and Cameron Grimes. Dr. Trey, who do you like in this one? Uh, is it weird if I say I can in my head I can pick four of the five and it makes sense to me? Um, yeah, yeah, no, it makes sense. I'm with you. <laughs> you know, like, I can see Grayson Waller. I can see Carmelo Hayes retaining. I can see Grayson Waller winning. I can see Solo Sakeo winning, and I can see Cameron Grimes winning. You don't think uh, Santos can? No, I, I just think Santos is primed for either to get called up or a run against Braun Breaker as well. Okay. Um, okay. So I, I think I am going to take. Uh, I'll go with Carmelo just to retain because I think they're trying to solidify his spot as, you know, him calling that the A title and everything else. Um, I do think this sets up Carmelo and Solo coming out of this, but I will take Carmelo to retain right now. I had a tough time picking this one because I could see, just like as you said, a lot of these guys winning the match, but I'm going to lean on Grayson Waller to win this match and become the new NXT North American champion um, because I think they're going to move Carmelo Hayes to the main event title picture. Um, What were you saying there, Dr. Trey? I heard you saying something about Grayson as well. Grayson Grayson was my number two pick. That was my top two choices. Either going to be Carmelo or Grayson. I just, I mean, coming out out of a feud with Grace or with AJ Styles, you know, it makes sense to put him in that spot as well. So, but I can also see them making the move of moving Grayson up because he had that exposure on Raw um, and leaving Carmelo where he's at. So, um, either to me, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those two guys. He's been a very good heel. So, props to Grayson Waller lately, really feeding off of that whole um, heat from his Johnny Gargano departure. Uh, next match here, which is being billed as Tommaso Champa's potentially last match in NXT, Tommaso Champa taking on. Uh, Tony D'Angelo. Uh, I'll start here, Dr. Trey. I'm going to go with Tony D'Angelo. I do think Tommaso Ciampa is going to get moved to a Raw or SmackDown. Hopefully he doesn't get lost in the shuffle. Big fan of Ciampa. Um, arguably Mr. NXT. Uh, black and gold. Uh, at, you know He's definitely on that, quote, Mount Rushmore, in my opinion, of the black and gold era of NXT. i, I got to say, I originally liked Tony D'Angelo, the character, but I just find it so hokey and corny in 2022, Dr. Trey. This reminds me so much of mid-90s WWE that it was it was good for a little bit. And then it kind of went, eh, I don't know what's going on here. And now I'm like on full team. This is like really a, a bad character and gimmick. I, I, I'm not feeling the Tony D stuff. 
Uh, I think the guy has a world of potential in the ring, but I, I'm just not feeling the character, but I will take him to get the victory because, it's, you know, torch passing match. Dr. Trey, your thoughts here on the Tony D'Angelo Tommaso Ciampa match? Uh, I'm going to take Ciampa winning uh, as I'm watching Tony Storm debut for AEW. Oh, I said no spoilers. I'm sorry. It popped me. I just, because everybody knows I love Tony Storm. I'm recording. I literally told Dr. Trey before the show, no spoilers. And there he goes, folks. It caught me off. If it had been Athena, I wouldn't have told you. (laughs) Listen, I I love Tony Storm. So, and I just got excited. Sorry. Um, By the way, that segment sponsored by her OnlyFans. (laughs) <laughs> that might be the only one i ever subscribed to by the way I all right like i love tony storm so guess who's not um, downloading this podcast tonight dr trey's <laughs> wife well listen uh so dr trey <laughs> loves friends and tony storms well i mean it's, her, it's her only fans yeah um but so back to Chapa, it's, I mean, i'm with you I, I i don't like the tony dean character because it, it feels like he just watched johnny stamboli <laughs> and said i'm gonna do that and, and Big Vito. Yeah, there's no, I mean, at least Big Vito would wear a dress. True, day. true, props. But Johnny the Bull was Johnny the Bull, no matter where he went. Um, I'm going to take Tommaso because I just don't think, who did, didn't, I mean, Tony basically ran off Pete Dunne to SmackDown. So. Yeah, actually, I think Pete Dunne won that match, didn't he? I think it's be kind of the same way. I think, like, Tommaso will win the match, but it's still, like, you know, like the. Uh, oh, what's the guy's name? Vaughn, uh, the guy who wrestled Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, Vaughn Wagner. Vaughn Wagner. I kept wanting to say Vaughn Breaker because I'm combining. <laughs> so kind of like the Kyle O'Reilly Vaughn Wagner stuff, kind of like Tony D and Butch. You know, the 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 long term guy gets the win, but the the guy who's staying kind of gets the upper hand post match. So I think Ciampa wins, but Tony D kind of comes out on top post match, and then we see Ciampa move up to the main roster. All right, there you go, folks. Uh, Dr. Trey, not feeling the Tony D gimmick as well. Uh, next match here, Dr. <laughs> Trey. Imperium, Fabian Eichner, Marcel Barthel, defending against the Creed brothers, and MSK. Brutus Creed, Julius Creed, Nash Carter, Wesley. Who do you like in this one, and who do you think walks out with the NXT Tag Team Championship? Yeah, this one's really interesting to me because the Diamond Mine gets cheered sometimes, and they get booed sometimes, and MSK gets cheered sometimes, and gets booed sometimes, and everybody hates Imperium. So I'm going to take Imperium because I do think at some point we're going to get basically the British version of the Undisputed Era where Guthers on top and Imperium holds the tag belt. So I think Imperium is a nice little like some length to their run here, um, but I, I just see them coming on top. I mean, as, but I, I think there's more divergence with you know where the where Diamond Mine goes or where MSK goes because I, I to me it just feels like both those teams right now are kind of in a state of flux and Imperium uh, to me looks. You know, stable. So I'll take them to retain their tag team titles. That's a very good pick. Uh, I could totally see that. I'm actually going to go with the Creed Brothers. I think the Creed Brothers have a ton of momentum. I'm really enjoying their work and their potential. It reminds me of uh, you know an American Alpha in a way with the background and that old school style of NXT tag team wrestling, whether it be DIY, the Revival, uh, or American Alpha, that tag team style that I really, really loved to enjoy. Even AOP is in there that I enjoyed watching back in those uh, black and gold era of NXT. Um, I think the Creed Brothers win, and I think it's revealed that Pretty Deadly from NXT UK are the ones that are behind attacking them each week. They wrote on uh, the wall, Don't Cry. Their finisher is called Spilled Milk. So Don't Cry Over Spilled Milk is the way that I'm going here. I think Pretty Deadly debuts and uh, goes face-to-face with the Creeds. I wouldn't be surprised if they cost the Creeds the match as well, and Imperium does retain. But I'm going to go with Brutus Creed and Julius Creed to win the NXT Tag Team Championship at Stand and Deliver. Uh, and that takes us to our next match here, Fatal 4-Way match for the NXT Women's Championship. Mandy Rose defense against Cora Jade, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray. This is a tough one to call. Um, I'm going to go with Cora Jade to win the NXT Women's Championship. I think this show could be like the changing of an era here with a couple title changes, Creed Brothers, Cora Jade, uh, to name a few. So I'm going to take Cora Jade to win this match, become the new NXT Women's Champion. Makes you wonder if they added Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray to this match because they didn't think Mandy Rose and Cora Jade could keep it going. Uh, but I think this is a prime example of you add a lot of people in the match, champion doesn't get pinned, new champion kind of sneak ones out. 
someone that you least expect. So I'm going to go with Cora J to become the new NXT Women's Champion, Dr. Trey. Yeah, uh, I, I'm kind of with you on this one. Although there is a part of me that goes, do you really, I mean, we, we've only really seen it once where you get somebody really, really young to be the cornerstone of a division in NXT, and that was, you know, Tyler Bates winning the inaugural, you know, UK championship um, at 21. This would be what, Cora's what, 19 or 20 years old? Um, but adding, like you said, like adding EO and, and uh, Kaylee Ray into it kind of creates that buffer zone where basically everybody can kind of take everybody out and she can kind of slip in and get the win. The downside is how do you book her going forward because you can't really make her look like a strong champion when everybody else is so much more experienced uh, than her. So I, I'm going to go Cora as well just because I think they created that buffer for her. But um, can I say, I, I mean, I like her, but I, I still think she's a year away. So I, I'll, I'm I'll, with you on that. I could totally get by on that. You know, so I'll take Cora winning now, um, and then maybe like a little short title run, and then it goes back to I don't I just don't see her champion being champion for more than you know a couple months. And then finally, the main event here for the NXT Championship: Dolph Ziggler defends against Braun Breaker. Doctor Trey, what say you? Is anybody picking Dolph Ziggler? Like I think it, like this just feels like one of those matches where we switch the titles so the the baby face can get the uh, the big win at a premier event. Um, I'm taking Braun Breaker just because that just appears the way they're setting everything up. Uh, I would love to see Dolph retain because they're not doing much with him on the main roster. I like the more Dolphs in NXT, the more I like seeing him there. But I, I just feel like this is their setup to get Braun a win at a WrestleMania event and kind of cement his spot as, you know, the, the cornerstone and the pillar of, of NXT. Although I, there is part of me that goes, they could just move to the main roster, you know, following the weekend of the signers getting going in. But, I just don't think Braun's ready for the main roster yet either. Yeah, I had that feeling too. Um, I went back and forth on this one. I'm going to take Braun Breaker to become the NXT champion again. I don't think you bring in Rick and Scott Steiner for the weekend for the Hall of Fame ceremony the night before and not have Braun walk out as the new champion. So uh, I could see the Steiner brothers getting involved, maybe stopping Robert Root from uh, interfering in the match. I think the crowd would go absolutely insane if uh, Rick and Scott Steiner got involved in this match. So I'm going to take Braun Breaker to become the new NXT champion um, and to walk out of Stand and Deliver as uh, the new champion. So i got three champions, uh, titles changing hands here, uh, four titles changing hands with Grayson Waller, Creed Brothers, Cora Jade, and Braun Breaker. Uh, I just want to say here, Dr. Trey, before we get to WrestleMania Saturday preview predictions, that uh, if, if and I'm very, I was very hard on the change for the most part, I am starting to get the feeling now here in March 2022, on March 31st, 2022, it's, and I said this before, like the seeds were planted, remind me a lot of those early days of NXT, and I'm starting to get that 2000, late 2014, early 2015, black and gold era vibe of NXT, and if you know what I'm talking about, if you regularly watch NXT back then, you know what I'm saying, um, it, it feels like this brand, despite, you know, I, I disagree with the direction of it in the beginning, the reboot and the refresh. You could see the direction is heading in the right way. So you got to give WWE props here. I am enjoying 2.0 each week. Will it ever have the same fire and vigor that Black and Gold era did? Very, very tough to tell. I, I, I didn't think NXC needed this drastic change, but here we are. It's it's there. We have to learn to embrace it and accept it. I'm digging what they're doing right now, Dr. Trey. It's, it's, I think it's very healthy for NXT uh, all things considered, unless they decided to go back to the black and gold era of NXT, which I can't foresee happening, I do think that this current crop of NXT is in, is in good hands right now. I think the talent is there. Um, I think there's way more good than bad. Uh, you know, there's a part of me that you know I watch it and it gets a little too gimmicky and weird at times. You always talk about the Tony D stuff. Uh, I like Wendy Chu, but I'm not sure about the gimmick. I like you know, Soraya stuff, but then I'm like, I don't know about the gimmick. I like Andre Chase and Bunny, but I'm not sure about the gimmick. Like, there's, talent-wise, there's all the talent in the world there. Um, it's just, like, I kind of mentioned, like, last last couple shows, you gotta give me a little more depth of characters. Um, and I'm sure their time will come. And we saw it back in the early days of NXT, like, when we saw Bailey when she first debuted, Sasha when she first debuted, it took them a while to get that character development. Um, but yeah, there is way more good than bad right now. So NXT is headed in the right direction. I just want them to see, you know, get a little farther down the road. 
All right, Dr. Trey, let's get to WrestleMania 38 Saturday. Preview and predictions here. Uh, two night events, stupendous night event. I don't know if anybody's heard of the whole stupendous thing. Um, first match here on the card, the New Day. Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods will be taking on Sheamus and Rich Holland with Butch in their corner. Uh, I'll go here first since you had the uh, the first one with the NXT Championship match. I'm going to take the New Day, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods to get the victory here. Uh, what say you, Dr. Trey, in this tag match? Uh, yeah, I mean, once again, it is the most stupendous show. I like stupendous before they renamed it when he was Stu Hart. Okay, um, okay, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I ran out of student jokes, so, but anyway. Stewie uh, from Family Guy, no? Yeah, but I was trying to think of a wrestler named Stu. I True. Like him with Stu Hart. That's a good one, that's uh, a good one. But yeah, this match here, I, I, I think with Biggie's injury, Xavier returning from injury, this is one of those prime, like, kickoff WrestleMania with a happy ending type match so i'll take the new day getting the win over uh butch and sundance and rich (laughs) okay there you go folks uh next match here for the smackdown tag team championship the usos take on shinsuke nakamura and rick boogs who do you like in this one dr try (laughs) um yeah once again this is i i could see them putting the belt on shinsuke and boogs uh but it's WrestleMania. To me, I, I think you have to reward the Usos for everything they've done this year and everything else. So I will take the Usos to retain. Uh, I'm going to take the Usos to retain the SmackDown Tag Team Championship as well um, this Saturday. Uh, Ray and Dominic Mysterio taking on The Miz and Logan Paul. I'll kick it off here. I'm going to go with The Miz and Logan Paul. I think Logan Paul has a Bad Bunny-esque performance on Saturday, Dr. Trey. He is an athlete. He is a boxer. He has been training in the Performance Center. He is taking this seriously, which I have a lot of respect for. Um, I'm going to go with Miz and Logan Paul to get the victory. Part of me wants to pick the Mysterios. I do think Logan Paul turns face, and I could see like a Miz-Logan Paul match at SummerSlam or Money in the Bank when they're in uh, Las Vegas or in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, but I'm going to go with Miz and Logan Paul in this one. So that that's my choice, Dr. Trey. I, I've gone back and forth on this one because I could not remember the last time Miz won at WrestleMania. Because um, that's typically his role, even when he's the babyface. Didn't he, he beat Shane? Up. No, Shane beat him. Oh, he man, had the moment that. Shane's arm was on top after the suplex, so Shane got the victory. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So, like I was saying, even as a babyface, Miz doesn't win at WrestleMania, so... Uh, the last win I can think of him getting was over John Cena. That tells you how far back it goes. I know he beat Wade Barrett at WrestleMania 29 because I was there and it was like the pre-show match for the IC title. Okay, so there, yeah. So I mean, um, I'm going to take Ray and Dominic getting the win because I, I'm with you. I think Logan Paul turns babyface uh, after the match because Miz blames him for the loss. And then Logan punches Miz. So I will take Ray and Dominic getting the win. Plus, Ray's the cover boy for the new 2K game that just came out. Do you really want the cover boy losing at WrestleMania? Uh, I'm looking at something here. I just typed in Google the Miz WrestleMania history. According to this page, and I can't see when it was last updated, but the Miz has a 3-9 record at WrestleMania. I'm He's, sure he beat Dolph at WrestleMania because I think they had that run for three a while. and six. I'm sorry, three and six, not three, three and six. nine. Miz has only been in nine WrestleManias. I mean, this could be old. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if it is. I didn't know there was like a website that like basically just updated it. But nine WrestleManias, yeah. I, I, I thought it would be more. Cause I, I thought, thought it would have been more too. It's been around forever, so yeah. But uh, and he's yeah, never I, been hurt, I, I, really. Yeah. But so. I, th- I think Ray and Dominic get the win. Like I said, Ray's on the cover of the D2K game. You get Miz blaming Logan Paul for the loss. Logan punches out Miz. The crowd cheers for it because everybody hates Miz. Logan you know, goes on his tear. You lead up to SummerSlam, Logan Paul and Miz. Media gets behind it, blah, blah, blah. Funny. Crowd goes home happy. Uh, next match here, Drew McIntyre taking on Happy. Corbin, Dr. Trey, well, who do you like in this one? <laughs> I honestly, just, I just don't see any way they put Happy Corbin with the win at WrestleMania over Drew McIntyre. So I'm taking Drew McIntyre. I'm taking Drew McIntyre as well, and I think Madcap Moss is turning on him soon. Unhappy. Yeah, yeah. And they've I been teasing that for the last couple of weeks. But once again, why? What? What yeah. does Madcap Moss get out of it if he turns babyface? Because 
nobody likes him. I mean, it, it, it reminds me of when, you know, uh, Mizdow broke up. Like, Damian Sandow's great in his psychic role, but once he broke out, it, it fell flat. To me, just leave Madcap Moss where he is for right now. Yeah, I know. I would agree with you. I think he should say that way as well, so I'm surprised they're doing that. Uh, but that's what they've been teasing, the, the bad jokes lately, and it feels like he's going to blame Madcap for the loss, and Madcap finally, like, snaps. Yeah. Um, next match here for the Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch defending against Bianca Belair. Dr. Trey, this is going to be a tough one to call. Who do you like in this one? You know, up until uh, last week, I was kind of leaning towards Bianca, but uh, you cut a girl's hair, the go-home show before, you know, Booking 101 says the heel gets the revenge. So uh, I'm going to take Becky Lynch, and then Becky Lynch also sniffs off part of Bianca's hair. So I'll take Becky retaining. Yeah, I mean, that's Dr. Trey, and I've been doing this show for a long time, and I have the very same reason. I, I, I was leaning towards Bianca the entire time, up until the second on Monday when she cut Becky's hair. So I like Dr. Trey. I'm going to take Becky Lynch getting the victory over Bianca Belair. And I wonder if they'll cut the big uh, ponytail off of Bianca. I think that's, that's maybe something that they feel like they can capitalize on and, and finally move away from as that character uh, with Bianca. But what Bianca did with Becky was kind of heelish, Dr. Trey, I, I, I felt like. So that was surprising to see that. Yeah, it was. But to me, also, her using the hair as a whip is a heelish tactic. True. So unless they're planning on turning Bianca and the uh, Street Profits heel, I just I just don't see other. To me, mm, if you double switch, to old school double switch. Yeah, I mean, to me, if you're gonna if you're gonna make the move, um, and then plus it, it gives more reason for Bianca to keep chasing Becky for the next couple of pay per views, is if Becky gets the win and then cuts her hair as well. Uh, next match here for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair defends against Ronda Rousey. Dr. Trey, I'll start with this one. Uh, I'm going to go with Ronda Rousey to get the victory here. Tap out Charlotte Flair via ankle submission, ankle lock. Um, this feud, as I said a couple weeks ago on the show, despite my complaints coming out of Royal Rumble, has been very well done. So I, I can't complain here. Ronda Rousey has played the babyface very well. So I am going to take Ronda Rousey to become the SmackDown Women's Championship. You don't bring her back to WWE for her to lose at the throne of Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania. But crazier things have happened. So I'm going to go with Ronda Rousey getting the victory. I mean, crazier things have happened. Charlotte ended Asuka's streak at WrestleMania. This is so, true. Because uh, I was there for that one. Uh, I'm with you. I, I, I feel like Ronda's been talking to Brock. Because I don't know about you, but it feels like the last couple of weeks... He's coming off a little bit more Brock Lesnar-ish, like happy Brock Lesnar-ish. She did say Vince talked to him, her, after her first appearance on Raw, Royal Rumble, and yeah. said to smile more. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of feel. I mean, it kind of feels like she's taking that Brock Lesnar point. Like, let me just be this happy-go-lucky ass kicker. Um, and the crowd's been eating it for Brock, so why would they eat it for Ronda as well? Uh, so I'm taking Ronda also. Um, like you said, you don't bring her back for her to lose to Charlotte. Uh, plus, I think you can get more attention if she wins because it's her getting the belt back and then she can have a little more fun. Media picks up on it. So uh, I really hate that I have to relate a lot of this stuff, like results to the media. Plus, WrestleMania season, typically the more baby faces win than not. So I'm taking Ronda to, re- uh, to win the title. So there you go. Ronda Rousey got both of our picks here. Uh, Dr. Trey, this is going to be an interesting one. Seth freaking Rollins versus... To be announced by Vince McMahon the night of the match when he's in the ring. Um, I think there are three choices here. Personally, I'm going to say that it's either Cody Rhodes, Gable Steveson, or the reports were on Tuesday night that Shane McMahon is being brought in for WrestleMania weekend. The original plans, according to reports, were set Shane McMahon versus Seth Freakin' Rollins. Those are my three picks. Before I go to who I think is going to win this match, your thoughts on who win the match, who wins the match, and who faces Seth freaking Rollins at WrestleMania? I mean, to me, it comes down to, to Shane and, and Cody. Uh, the crowd will have no idea who Gable. I mean, as much as we like to think the crowd will have a dollar who Gable Stevenson is, they they really don't. Uh, you're going to have to build him up a little bit. So Shane and Cody are the two that if they walk out of the stage you'll get a, a, a big pop and reaction for it. So I'm still going to lead Cody um, just because I feel like if you bring Shane back and you put him in a match with Seth, you're going to piss off the locker room uh, coming off with the, how the rumble went. So I'm going to take Seth versus Cody. And with that, I'm going to take Cody because I think 
Uh, Seth going down a crazy spiral is where he's headed. I, I think he's going to do basically, I don't want to say face paint Joker type thing, but like that Joker craze type character with the crazy suits and everything else. Despondent, sad, you know, emo Seth is one of my favorite sets. So the, almost back to his Ring of Honor days as Tyler Black to a degree, just with more color. Um, it it needs to be Cody though, right? Like yes. I'm, it it needs to be Cody Rhodes in this, or the place gets like booed out of the building. Yeah, I so mean, it, if the lights go out, if the lights go out, like I said, like I talked about last week, if the lights go out and you get set, you get Cody sitting on a on a on a throne with a sledgehammer in hand. <laughs> people are going to eat that up. Uh, oh yeah. And then I've heard all this talk about how they've also there's been talk that it needs to be the AEW version of Cody because then it feels like he's crossing the line, like the you know the music, the look, everything. So um, I think if it's I think if it's Shane, you're going to have an audible groan throughout the crowd. Like you'll hear, here comes the money, and the crowd go, just you'll hear this like exasperated sigh. Yeah, or we out. want Cody Chance. Yeah, you know, unless hey, here's the other thing. They rename him. They re- rename Shane to Cody McMahon. That's true. Yeah, that could be. That could be the new repackage. Nobody would yeah. shit all over that. I'm going to go with Cody Rhodes. Is is that your? That was your pick for the winner yeah. of this match, Cody Rhodes as well. Yeah. So we're going to go both Cody Rhodes here. Hopefully, it's not Shane. I, I do think it's a very small scale of a list. So. Uh, Dr. Trey and I are both going with Cody Rhodes to get the victory here. And then, Dr. Trey, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention it here. Stone Cold Steve Austin on the KO show with Kevin Owens. I mean, what's the expectation here? A brawl, a match, a fight, an entertaining segment, stunners and beers to send everybody home happy on Saturday night? What's the expectation here? Are we sitting here next week going, God damn, Stone Cold Steve Austin can wrestle again? Yeah, I I still think... It's going to be one of those ones. Remember the old school parking lot brawls where it starts off in the ring, they fight to the back, and then you can kind of film a lot of the backstage stuff, and then all you got to do is come back out uh, for the close to kind of protect Steve a little bit as well. You can kind of stage in court. I, I just don't see them going. I've asked how people go, man, it's going to be like a 15, like there's only like 15, 20 minute fight. And I'm like, I just don't see Austin with the neck issue doing that lot. I, I still think there's going to be a lot of uh, production into this match. I mean, God knows, Jeff, if they went into a damn supermarket, you know how much I would eat that up. Like if, oh yeah, if you know something like price that, check on jackass. You know, if there was a river nearby that he could launch, you know, KO into. I, I think the fun part of this is this is for you and me seeing Austin and Owens in the ring at the same time, knowing the history of Austin and how much you and I love Kevin. O- it's not often that you and I will watch a Kevin Owens match and go, God, I hope it gets his ass kicked. <laughs> but this is one of those rare instances where you and I are going, I hope it's fun. I hope to see KO get his ass kicked because he's done such a good job in this whole thing. I mean, by the way, I, we didn't really talk about, but the the, K, the Kevin Owens Stone Cold impersonation I thought was really, really funny, and I really enjoyed it. And, and I think Kevin Owens wants his ass kicked at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't get into the situation – uh, you know, we talked about like we didn't really see it that much, you know, back in the day when Miz did the rock impression, which I thought was really good as well. Dolph doing the Undertaker at one point I thought was really funny as well. But you don't do those things unless you're just like, hey, I'm honored to get my ass kicked by arguably the greatest of all time. So, yeah, yeah I think he'll, um, he'll pop more than anyone else. Exactly. All right, then finally, WrestleMania 38 Sunday preview and predictions. Uh, Queen Zelina and Carmella defend the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship against Sasha Banks and Naomi, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, and Natalya and Shayna Baszler. Uh, Dr. Trey, uh, you win first the last match there, Cody Rhodes, Seth freaking Rollins. I'm going to start on this one. I'm going to take the former team bad or the reunited team bad of Sasha Banks and Naomi to become the new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. See, I've gone back and forth on this one because I like all three challengers better than the champs. So, like, I would love to see Shayna and Natalya win because I just, I just think if you keep those two together, that's great. Uh, the build that they did with Liv leading into Becky and Becky constantly saying she could never boom the big one makes a ton of sense to me as well. Um, and then Sasha and Naomi. I think I'm going to go with Liv and, and Rhea just because I can see Sasha going back to being a heel to challenge Ronda on SmackDown. Because uh, you'll probably need a challenger post Charlotte that people could buy into. So I will take Liv and Rhea, uh, which I think I saw the hashtag Liv Brutal as their team name. So I will go with that. 
Uh, yeah, it was something. Was it Live Brutal? I thought it was like br- Living Brutality or something, which yeah. I, I think is not a name you want. Um, but yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I was going to go with Rhea and Liv as well. I feel like it's either one of those two teams we picked. So that means Italian and uh, Shayna Baszler will win. The other, uh, by the way, uh, real quick, the other thing is, the other option is uh, Ronda wins, SmackDown wins championship, <laughs> and her challenger is Shayna Baszler. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So that'd be pretty cool. Uh, and anything goes match. Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Dr. Trey, let's start with you. I actually think this is going to be a fun and entertaining match. Once again, one of our favorites in a match where you and I are sitting here hoping he gets his ass kicked. I, I'm literally I'm picking Johnny Knoxville just because I hope I'm hoping somebody throws Wee Man at Sami Zayn during this match. Uh, we see a midget toss or something, but uh, with it being anything goes, I, I totally expect the entire Jackass crew to get involved in this match and to help Johnny get the win. So I will take Johnny Knoxville, uh, who does not live in Knoxville apparently, uh, to get the win. Uh, I'm going to take Johnny Knoxville as well, and usually I crap all over these celebrity matches, but I must say, every single one of these matches that have a celebrity in it have had a very good build and have been made since. Maybe they found the secret sauce by having Bad Buddy involved last year, um, because I'm not for these types of people to take spots away from uh, the men and women who work their tails off each and every year, and I still stay that way. But I think that's you know what they do for WrestleMania now, and and they've done a good job building towards it. So are I, you are you gonna are you gonna call Sami Zayn after the match? I will. I will call and see how he's doing. I will, and then I'll hang up once he says hello. <laughs> um, I'm gonna take Johnny Knoxville to win this match, and I fully expect everybody from Jackass being involved in the match as well. Being that it's anything goes match. Um, Pat McAfee taking on Austin Theory. For those that remember Pat McAfee in NXT, he surprised the hell out of us and worked his tail off and did a great job in all those performances. And uh, I think you don't have him in a WrestleMania match to lose. I I almost picked Austin Theory to win the match, but I think Pat McAfee getting the victory uh, over Austin Theory is the way to go here. This has been a fun build as well. I mean, it's right up Pat McAfee's alley. Call him a bitch. Call him a weasel. All this stuff, and Austin's playing the uh, heel really, really well. This has been very well done. I'm going to go with Pat McAfee, Dr. Trey. I'm going to go the opposite route here. So I'm going to take Austin Theory. I still think Pat McAfee has a hell of a match. I think Theory cheats to win. But if you're building Austin Theory up as this blue-chip prospect, I have literally heard people say that McMahon's calling him his next John Cena. How do you have him lose to your ring to one of your commentators at WrestleMania? And it's not a Mick Foley, a Taz, a Jerry Lawler, somebody who has, you know, years and years and years of credibility built up. I think Pat will have a great match. I just think Theory comes out on top because otherwise, if Austin Theory ever becomes your world champion, you can look over the commentator table and go, hey, that Pat McAfee guy beat him, though. So that's just why that's kind of my head to where as well how you book this. Uh, next match here is for the Raw Tag Team Championship in a triple threat match. RK Bro, Randy Orton, and Riddle defending against the Street Profits of Angela Dawkins and Montez Ford. An Alpha Academy of Chad, Gable, and Otis. Dr. Trey, let's start with you. Who leaves WrestleMania as the Raw Tag Team Champions? Um, it, this one's tricky because I'm, I'm literally split between the challengers. Um, I'm going to go with the Street Profits because I think there's new edge to them is an intriguing path to take. I think you already know what you have with Gable and Otis because they've been fantastic. Uh, and I think we're headed towards the the split up of RK Bro just because, you know, Randy used the F word. So I will take the Street Profits to win the Raw Tag Team Championships. I am actually going to go with RK Bro to retain. I do think we are heading down the path of Orton and Riddle split up. I don't think it's happening now. I think it's happening closer to Money in the Bank or SummerSlam when we hit into a big uh, arena stadium, football stadium. Um, so I, I'm gonna actually going to go with RK-Bro to retain the Raw Tag Team Championship. And this is one of the matches I'm really looking forward to all WrestleMania weekend long because I think that this feud has been built very, very well and been very entertaining. And I'm a, and I'm a tag team guy. So Dr. Trey takes the Street Profits. I take RK-Bro, which means Alpha Academy will probably win <laughs> on Sunday. Uh, next match here, this is one that Dr. Trey has been anticipating for the last year when he made his debut at WrestleMania. Bobby Lashley taking on Omos. Um, I kid, Dr. Trey, this is going to be an interesting one. I'm happy Bobby Lashley's back because he deserves the WrestleMania spotlight. He's working as a babyface right now, which is surprising. I think almost wins, and I think MVP turns on Bobby Lashley. What say you? 
I, I honestly can't argue that point, and I think that's how you bring Cedric and Shelton back to the Hurt Business. Um, I, I think that almost wins, but Cedric and Shelton help out, uh, so that, that way that whole thing gets reformed. Um, it was pretty interesting Monday night hearing that child, that crowd chant Bobby, uh, and maybe Bobby can be your your you know badass ass kicker like Brock was going forward out of this. Uh, next match here, and this is what we typically call the wrestling fans match for WrestleMania. You have Edge taking on AJ Styles in a dream match. I'm really looking forward to this one. I've loved the new change to the Edge character. Dr. Trey, let's start with you, my friend. Edge and AJ Styles going one-on-one on the stage that is WrestleMania. Uh, this one, I'm, I, I've, this one's been really hard to pick because it is like kind of like the wrestler dream match. Um, I'm going to lean AJ just because AJ's full-time and Edge is still kind of part. He's semi, semi-time? He's not part-time, <laughs> but he's not full-time. He's three-quarter time. He's three-fourths yeah. time, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to lean AJ um, just because, I mean, Edge's time is limited. And Edge, you can, Edge doesn't need wins. AJ coming out of the almost breakup and feud has kind of felt just like he's lofting around in the wind so i will take aj because i think it gives him a little bit more credibility going forward um i have a tough one calling this one i'm gonna go with edge i think the change in the character is what's leading me towards the reason why i think he gets a victory I, i think edge is in line for a huge 2022 and this is the beginning of that huge 2022 the character change and the victory over aj styles um, and I think it makes AJ Styles more sympathetic to get the L as a babyface rather than get the victory. So I'm going to go with Edge to win and defeat AJ, AJ Styles. I'm so excited for this match. This match is going to be awesome. So Edge and AJ Styles going one-on-one at WrestleMania, WrestleMania Sunday. And then finally, our last match here, the main event. They were calling it the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. Uh, it's a winner-take-all unification match. The WWE champion Brock Lesnar taking on the Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. This is a tough one to choose, Dr. Trey. I've given it a lot of thought. I love babyface Brock. I love heel Roman Reigns. The Tribal Chief has been a lot of fun. Cowboy Brock has been a lot of fun. We've seen these two battle it out at three WrestleManias, WrestleMania 31, WrestleMania 34, which you were at and you left in the middle of the match, at the beginning of the match. And now at this one, WrestleMania 38, we complained the first two times these two went at it and the build towards a WrestleMania match was something that the fans did not want to see. However, I would say that the early leader out of the gate right now for Feud of the Year is Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. And that is something I never thought I would say. Since Brock returned at SummerSlam, the build has been towards this match the entire time. And they've done a fantastic job of getting us there. The build's been great. The characters have been great. Brock as a babyface is amazing. Roman as a heel is amazing. Um, Does that mean that this match delivers on Sunday? Probably not, because we know what we typically get with these guys, and it's like a quick little uh, 15, 20-minute beat-down, anything-goes type match. But with that said, this feud deserves to be the main event of the entire tune-out event that is WrestleMania. Props to WWE Creative. Props to both guys. This feud is delivered. With that said, Dr. Trey, I am going to take Roman Reigns to walk out of WrestleMania as the unified WWE and Universal Champion. What say you? Who wins the match? Your thoughts on the feud? Has it? Does it go down the same path as WrestleMania 31 and 34? Were we really hating on it? Or do you enjoy this feud just as much as I have so far? No, I, I, this feud's been fantastic. And, and like you said, I, I walked out of WrestleMania 34 because I really did not care about it. Because at that point, I was I didn't like the characters. And, you know, head of, head of the table, tribal chief Roman Reigns over the last, you know, almost two years has been fantastic. And some of his best work I've ever seen him do. Uh, and then, you know, ring-wise... Promo wise, everything. Uh, Cowboy Brock has been the most entertaining Brock of recent memory. It even surpassed Boombox Brock, which I, I really enjoyed as well. Um, it, it's it's hard for me to pick on this one, but I'm going to kind of go with my old school mentality of the full time guy gets the win over the part time guy, especially in a title match. Uh, 
and for a unified championship. So uh, I'm going to take Roman Reigns as well, just because this way you can get Roman on Raw and SmackDown for a while until they split the belts again. Uh, and Brock, you know, can can go off, take his vacation uh, with his lovely wife, who should also be in the WWE Hall of Fame before Charmel. Um, and then we see Brock come back, you know, later on to kick somebody else's ass. Uh, but I will take Roman to uh, unify the titles and come out of WrestleMania as your uh, grand prize winner, I guess. There you go. So we've uh, previewed and predicted uh, stand the Hall of Fame ceremony, stand deliver, WrestleMania Saturday, WrestleMania 38 Sunday, all here on this week's edition of SRTU. Uh, feel free to chime in facebook.com slash show or on Twitter at SRTU Podcast with your thoughts on our preview and predictions. Uh, finally, before we close up shop here, Dr. Trey, and get our plugs and sponsors out of the way, a week from today, you and I sit down here, we do the podcast. What is the WrestleMania weekend headline a week from today? Austin kicks Owen's ass, looks phenomenal, um, followed up by, I mean, really to me, there's going to be three. Edge AJ is fantastic, you know, one of the best matches of the year. Austin looks great in kicking Kevin Owens' ass, and Roman Reigns walks out. Unified champion and coming up on a full almost as he at, at, almost two years now completely as a world champion. So that's that's what I'm kind of looking at. And who's going to be the guy that you know takes down Roman Reigns and ends his run? Uh, my headline is Cody Rhodes returns to WWE to a hero's welcome, and Pat McAfee and Stone Cold Steve Austin steal the show. I think surprisingly enough, Pat McAfee will shock the world and put on a hell of a show. And I think Stone Cold Steve Austin has a lot left in the tank that you and I are sitting here a week from today going, you think he wrestles at Money in the Bank or SummerSlam this year when they're in Las Vegas and Nashville? I mean, those are the next big shows. Do we see Stone Cold Steve Austin getting back in the squared circle and doing it officially one more time? Dr. Trey, this is its a lot of wrestling to watch. But this is what us wrestling fans look forward to all year long. Are you and the family pumped up and ready to go for WrestleMania weekend? Uh, yeah, like that's the thing. Like we were, as much as we love Rocket City, there's a part of us that goes, man, I just kind of want to sit at home and watch WrestleMania from start to finish. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to have Sammy sit down and actually kind of watch it with me. Uh, the whole family will be there. So, uh, we're really looking looking forward to it. I swear to God, I just mentioned the kid's name, and he walks in the room because he knows he's a superstar. But Sammy came in when I mentioned his name. But, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. We're gonna actually, if we don't get a chance to watch everything on uh, Sunday, we're going to come back and watch a lot of it on Monday leading into the Raw after WrestleMania, which is also one of my favorite shows of the year. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Enjoy the weekend. Uh, before we say goodbye and farewell, a couple plugs and sponsors out of the way. You can download the show every Thursday at realguyradio.com, WrestleChatNet on Twitter, and the Still Real to Show iTunes feed. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to help us come charts on iTunes. You can follow us individually on Twitter for myself at SRTU Jeff and for Dr. Trey Franklin at the Dr. Trey. And of course, don't forget to follow the show on Twitter at SRTU Podcast. With that being said, what is going on in the wonderful world of Dr. Trey Franklin this week? Well, like Jeff, Jeff said, you can follow me on Twitter at the Dr. Trey. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook, Dr. Trey Franklin. Uh, when you're on Facebook, check out Rocket Seat Championship Wrestling as we have a huge show coming up uh, this Saturday as we are on the road to Wrestling Con 5, uh, May 21st uh, from lovely Hazel Green, Alabama. As I mentioned last week, uh, Sin Bodie, Brian Pillman Jr., Chase Owens, um, oh, Jeff. C.W. Anderson is going to be there. Super Crazy is going to be there. Uh, and we just announced uh, two days ago uh, that the son of the late Scott Hall, Cody Hall, uh, making a rare U.S. appearance at Wrestling Con 5. So looking forward for looking forward to having Cody Hall and Brian Pillman Jr. in the same building at the same time. That'll be really cool for an old school wrestling fan like me. It's going to be a fun weekend. Go out there and support Rocket City Championship Wrestling. Uh, while you're enjoying your WrestleMania weekend. For, uh, I'm sure Dr. Trey will be posting a lot of that stuff up on our Facebook page as well, so keep it locked to facebook.com slash the Stowe Realtor Show. Once again, follow us on Twitter at SRTU Podcast. Um, and enjoy the weekend. This is the best weekend of the year for wrestling fans here in the United States. It's going to be a fun time. Sit down on your couch from Friday to uh, Monday and Tuesday and 
and uh, I don't know, periodically check in on your loved ones and your friends and let them know that you're still alive and, and get some sleep when you can in the middle of it. But when it's all said and done, we will be back here next week and we will recap and review WrestleMania weekend for you on April the 7th. So until then, for Dr. Dre Franklin, I'm Jeff Pack. Happy WrestleMania week. This is Mr. Roman Show. <laughs>